Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, good evening. Welcome to uh, Man of the Post Extra Time as part of the World Football Index. Uh, I am your host, Chris. Hello. Uh, with me this week, I have got all the way from New York. I got Jesse. No, I think I'm Brian right now. Oh, you will be in a minute. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, hi. It's me now. It's Jesse. Um, you're choosing a cocktail dress. I am. I'm choosing a cocktail dress out of the one and a half cocktail dresses that I own. So it's not too hard then. No, it's either the cocktail dress or the cocktail dress. You got. A, have you got some kind? Could you shoehorn a pretty woman moment in? You know when you sort of. You know when she went into that <laughs> shop and they kicked her out, and then she went back in the next day, all glamorous. Remember me? Yeah, but it would be like it would be like my dog would have to play that lady. <laughs> like I'd have to walk into my room, and the dog would be like, "Oh, you know." <laughs> okay, you're right. I'm good. Yeah, we won. We're good. We're great. Okay, yeah, good. you are. You're very good. Uh, yeah. And with us this week, we got Ryan. Hi, I'm married now. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Yeah, we haven't got Ryan. He's busy getting an annulment already. <laughs> no, no, Ryan is failing at his job. Ryan's got computer issues and Ryan works in tech. There's it. no hope for any of us. You don't think this is like Ross and Rachel, do you, where they got married accidentally? <gasps> and now they're trying to figure it all out. Do you think Ryan's wife said the wrong name? Do you think, he, do you think Ryan's wife said your name at the wedding? Oh, she she might have done, mightn't she? Oh, drama. That wasn't why they got the enormous. They got married because they were drunk, though, didn't they? Ross oh, they were in Vegas. Oh, the second time in Vegas. Yeah. And then And then didn't Rachel have a mustache on? She did. That's right. They drew she over did, each other yeah. a permanent marker. Maybe that's what happened last week to them. We should demand some uh, some selfies just to see what's up. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Ryan's old enough for facial hair yet, so I think he's, <laughs> he's got to draw it on anyway. <laughs> okay, so this week we're going to talk about the Champions League. We have the first round of the Champions League that's happened. Uh, we're going to preview this weekend's Premier League games. Uh, Leeds at the top of the table, so Ross has said we're contractually obliged to talk about them. Um, so, first of all, oh, can I get this out of the way? Liverpool 2, Sevilla 2. Congratulations? <sighs> Question mark? Not really. <laughs> so, God. Right, Seville took the lead through uh, Ben Yedda after uh, Dejan Lovren failed to clear across. I mean, Liverpool having defensive issues and then having three months in the summer to solve it. I'm sorry, wait a second, wait a second. Can you say Liverpool are having defensive issues again? Liverpool Just are say having that part. defensive issues. Okay, are you surprised? No, because we've had three months to solve this thing in the summer. Uh, You've had a year to solve your defensive issues. Come well, we, on now. We did. We gave Dejan Lovren a five-year, hundred grand a week contract back in January. What does Dejan Lovren do exactly, aside from Glower? What what's what are we expecting of him? Um, I think he sort of. I think he sort of runs about the pitch, and in his head, he's playing the Benny Hill music. <laughs> That's what it seems to happen. I mean, we didn't get to see him play for Croatia because their game was cancelled, but I have not seen him do really a thing that seemed like natural movement in a while. <laughs> the la- I think the last thing he probably did was the um, goal against Borussia Dortmund in the semi-final of the Europa yeah, League. And that yes. was two seasons ago. And that, and he sort of did that and looked like, oh, oh, that happened. Like a surprise. <laughs> you know, like he ha- he doesn't move in a way that looks graceful or natural no what it definitely didn't is this ball came across and took a great big air shot at it um with a very bemused Emre Chan stood staring at him but we came back well afterwards uh Firmino's goal was fantastic beautiful play for Firmino's goal uh Alberto Moreno in particular um Mo Salah scored a second although Seville were sort of whining and moaning about the fact that it might have been a foul plus there was the big deflection and then Roberto Firmino missed a penalty he hit the post <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, man on the post. Man on the post, yeah. Uh, maybe he, an invisible man on the post. If <laughs> um, Mo Salah has scored in his Champions League debut for both Barcelona and Liverpool, which is stat fans. Um, Seville came back in the second half. They scored their equaliser. And then their, their coach got sent off. Did you see this? There were a lot of sending offs this week, yeah. He refused to give the ball back to uh, Liverpool. He got the ball. Instead of giving it back to Joe Gomez, he sort of threw it away to the referee sent into the stands. <laughs> Grown men and all that. <laughs> um, oh, do you know what? You, I think you'd take a draw against Seville. I know I'm hammering them a bit, and especially Deja Lovren, but Emery Chan and Gina Wijnaldum were particularly unlucky as well. Um, and Liverpool have only won one out of nine versus Spanish clubs in the Champions League at Anfield. So... I don't think that was a bad result. I think the no, I, I, I think that it just doesn't bode well going forward. No, I mean, two two versus a team like Seville, who are top three, I think, in La Liga, it's pretty good. But the fact that at least one goal came from a defensive error and we missed a penalty leaves a sort of bitter right. taste in the mouth. I mean, Seville had two shots on target and scored them. Yeah. So I mean, what do you what do you do with it? What it. What does Klopp do? Well, he needed to build a bridge and get over it with his differences with uh, Mamadou Saku. If he wasn't going to get Deja, <laughs> if he wasn't going to get Virgil Van Dijk, as soon as he realised that, he should have done that. But I don't know what can he do? Um, hire a decent defensive coach. Hmm. Really? Uh, because it wasn't. It was. I mean, it, it was. It, it was just typical Liverpool. It was impeccable going forward. It was breathtaking going forwards. But at the back, you got. Yeah, we've been and... saying this for weeks that if the ball doesn't penetrate the midfield, you're fine because then your defense can, you know, be out to lunch and do their thing. But once it does, and that's not a defense that that can stand up to anything. I mean, I'd score a goal. <laughs> oh, I don't know how good you are. I've never seen you play. You could be like Messi-esque for all I know. Don't compare me to an Argentinian. That's offensive. Oh, sorry. You could be <laughs> Paolo Montero-esque. Thank you. A little bit. Um, yeah, so, uh, it, 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 you know, it is what it is. But the problem is with playing like this, it puts undue pressure on Wijnaldum and, and Chan sort of sitting in front of the back four. Um, and Emre Chan is my favourite Liverpool player at the minute, so I don't like him being put under any pressure whatsoever. I know, and I know it's because he's so handsome. Uh, it's just the fact that he can actually play football. <laughs> uh, also in this group, Maribor drew 1-1 with uh, Spartak Moscow. Um, I don't think the Spartak fans were too enamoured with the ref, seeing as... Uh, Did you see what happened? <laughs> yes. I don't know whether they'll be outraged by that or impressed at an aim from so far away. Okay, but also are we a little worried that this is a stadium that is going to be host to 2018... World Cup? I don't think this was. This was held in Maribor, which is Slovenia. Oh, the stadium. Sorry, fans. Fans, 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 yes. fans, fans, fans. fans, fans, fans. fans. Yeah. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, it's going to be great when the England fans turn up there next year, isn't it? <laughs> okay, great's one word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it makes it makes for great little clips on uh, YouTube and Twitter and stuff, but I think in real life, I don't think I'd ever yeah. want to go there. Um <laughs> See, yeah, I'm sure your way from getting involved in that at some point, you would very much hope. You would hope. I don't know how you ensure the safety of anyone on a pitch. No, I mean, especially if someone with a name so true as well. Yeah. Because he was in the halfway. Be... Those people should be baseball, baseball, football. Who throws? Who has to throw? Pitcher. Well, there you go. That's a baseball thing. Yeah, well, I tried watching a bit of baseball the other week. And... Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Well, do you know what? I thought I'd watch it and get into it. And I, I watched it thinking, this is how an American must feel watching cricket. That's like 40 hours of your life that you're never going to get back. Uh, it was good as a social experiment. <laughs> I decided I would like to go to a baseball match as well because I could eat hot dogs and drink beer in the sun. I mean, that could... You could. I think there's popcorn also. Well, there we go. I don't like popcorn, yeah. actually. Oh, really? Can't stand it. It's horrible oh my god, stuff. it's so good. It's so good. Smells awful, tastes disgusting, no. texture is horrible. No. Oh, I No. <laughs> that's just not okay. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's that stumped you there. You did. I have nothing to say. We have to move on. <laughs> okay, well let's move on to Wembley Stadium, shall we? Ugh, okay. No, ugh, okay, that's a good thing. I know, I just don't like the stadium still. Okay, well I don't we'll... like change. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Do you want to lay back on a couch and I sort of sit above I you do. taking gonna, notes and you tell I'm me? I'm going to take a sip from my tea and, and just breathe. <laughs> you breathe. and Charlie Brown, I'd be Lucy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be Linus and have my blankie. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I'll be the, uh, I'll be the sympathetic doctor that she was. Um <laughs> Get over it is what you're going to tell me. Yeah. So when she walked through the tunnel onto the plane surface, uh, Spurs won 3-1. Goal from <gasps> Sun and two from Harry Kane. I have uh, to say, Yarmolenko did score the best goal of the night. September. Harry Kane in September. is just, He wins. He wins September. Yeah. He's back. And so, I love when, when Sun and Harry Kane link up. It just makes me so happy. I have to say the Dortmund keeper could have done much better with two of those goals. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> he sort of flapped at the sun goal. And then one of those Harry Kane goals, he was just ridiculously away from his near post. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was... I mean, what was he... I I don't know if he just assumed that his defence would scoop that up, but there was no one there. I think he was maybe expected to cross, so he was trying to come into the middle a bit more, but he left himself but, far too open. But he it, that's the thing. There, It was a hole there. No one was there. Yes. So... <laughs> I <laughs> don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also think Devinson Sanchez was a really good, a good signing for us. He's looking better and better each game you play, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's a power signing. You know, that I think is what we expected from Jansen last year to sort of insert himself with, with power and, and presence right, right into the team. And we didn't get that. And so this is, um, this is looking, looking promising. Good. Well, Yarmolenko scored the greatest goal of the night, I think. Okay, fine. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, they could have it. It's okay. Yeah. I'll give it to them. Montero Loesch would have scored that, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Jan Vertonghen had an eventful night. He did that saving tackle from in front of Aubameyang and got himself a red card at the end. Jan, yeah. There were so many. What was this? This is the week of ejections. I, this, I think he's just, he doesn't, you know, when, when either puppies or like 12 year old boys don't know, like they haven't grown into their limbs yet. And so they just fling legs and arms out, like not connected to their trunks. That's what that tackle looked like. That sounds like my football career when I played. <laughs> it was like, oh no, I don't know what my legs are doing. Chaos theory of bodily movement. Not graceful. <laughs> like, Jan Vertonghen is many wonderful things, but a ballerina he will never be. No. Was it and De- you can see that. Was Deli Alley sent off against Dortmund at, at Wembley last season? The last season, yeah. 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 They, they bring out the worst in you. Yeah. It, but but great things also. But seriously, Jan Vertonghen, this was just... It wasn't malicious. It was just like... It was... It was ungra- It was not graceful. It was yeah. It was pretty ungraceful. They said he was a bit unlucky on the TV, but I don't know. If you put your elbow there, you're going to give the ref a decision to make, aren't you? But it was like his body parts were not connected. It was he had no control over his body parts. <laughs> um, well, Son has now scored seven uh, goals in nine appearances versus Dortmund, so he was like playing against them. But were you a little bit lucky with this? Um, Abumiang had that goal disallowed, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Rather I think unlucky. look at. I think, yeah, this was um, not, and I I hesitate usually to blame things on refereeing because I would never want that job. I think it's just such a lose-lose role, but this is not the best consistent refereeing. Um, To be fair, it would have been his linesman, wouldn't it? It would. Thank you. You You just let me off the hook. I'm the I'm the referee. Left you Are both you? Off. Well, no, I left. I let you both. Oh, and the referee, yeah. <laughs> and Larice had a pretty good save from a bummy as well, didn't he? Down at his feet, was it from the corner, wasn't it? Thank God, because Larice has been also inconsistent lately. So I like to see him getting back to solid ground. Do you know what Spurs fans and Larice are very black and white? There's no grey in between. They either think he's the greatest thing since Yashin, or they think he's just really inadequate. Well, I, because he, I think he's terrific, but he has games like that. You know, he has games where either he is so terrific that you could just sort of ignore he's there because he's going to heroically save everything, or he's going to be like that match 
you know, the French match where he comes crazily off his line and decides to, like, be a, a lunatic. So he does this black and white goalkeeping that is a little uh, nervy. Mm. Yeah, you don't need some kind but of... But I wouldn't ch- trade him for anything. I think he's terrific. Nobody? I mean, for you, Chris. I would trade him for you. Not after you see me, see me playing goal yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my citizenship, but you don't have my goalkeeping skills, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, also in that group, Real Madrid beat Apoel 3-0 without Marcus Asensio. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Chris, it was the first week of school. I didn't see anything. Help me out. Fill me in. Marcus, uh, Marcus Asensio missed the game because he had problems shaving his legs. No, wait. Tell me this is a true story. I really want this to be true. He, yeah, he. I can't remember what it was, whether he cut himself shaving his legs or something like that. His legs? His legs. His legs. If, I'd spell, if I could spell Essentia, I'd put it into Twitter right now and search it for you. But yeah, he, he shaved his legs, had a problem, Whoa. either an ingrowing hair or he cut <laughs> himself and he couldn't play. Wait. Wait. I have so many questions. Hmm. Starting with why was he shaving his legs? I don't know. Does it make him run faster? I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I ran faster before I was 12 or after I was 12. I, I, I don't know. Swimmers shave, don't they? So they get faster. They do. I, but they're in the water. That's true. <laughs> I need. I. I both want to know if every player shaves their legs, and really, really don't. I can imagine there's some that don't. I can't imagine Daniel De Rossi shaves his legs. Daniel De Rossi doesn't. Sh- oh God, this this is going to go down. We, I, whoo. Um, all right. First of all, you'd think if he shaves his legs, as a matter of course, he would be a little more proficient at it. It's true. Right, like go with the grain or something. Well, I've got a beard. I haven't had a shave in five years, so I, you know, I couldn't help you with any of this. I'm afraid. I should we start sending him like you know aloe and and <laughs> it's really silly yeah so i'll leave you to google that one um, i don't know what's gonna come up if i google it <laughs> well dad just do it at home don't do it at work i'm a little nervous <laughs> uh in group f final deal manchester city four uh johnstone's two goals uh Gabby Jesus with a rather hilarious goal because he scored it as the defence and goalkeeper appealing for offside, which he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. They should also know better. Like, wait to appeal till after. Exactly. Do your job first. Exactly. And Sergio Aguero with an absolutely gorgeous goal, wasn't it? It was his 18th in 22 games in all competitions. But that was lovely, wasn't it? His goal. This <sighs> is very annoying for me. So, you yes. You can't dislike I... Sergio I know he's Argentinian, but you can't dislike him. I can and I will if I feel like it. No, he's, uh, he seems me. one of the nicest people. Does he? Yeah. All right. Um, I bet he loves cats. I, I think that Aguero and, and Jesus have formed like an incredible partnership up front. Well, I think they have as well. Do you know what? We've not seen Marlos Moreno so far this season, have we? No. So you think when and he where, comes in? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're going to say gonna where be does a he? Case play? Of like, where? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've He's absolutely no him. idea. It's funny, John Stones. There was so much hype around him, and and obviously, like, you know, he's great. But I always forget about him until he comes on the pitch. Like, there's so many players at Man City that that have such presence and name recognition. The John Stones comes on, and it's like, oh yeah, you, you, you exist. I forgot about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Otho Mendy's a mess. Can we just talk about him for like one second? Yeah. He's, like, he's just, he's not great sometimes. Well, he was lauded when he was in Spain, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he always gets picked for Argentina and he's, he's you know, a regular player for Man City. But he's got a terrible beard and haircut and sometimes he just doesn't play well. Uh, well, I think perceived wisdom was that he was supported well by Mustafi. That's why he looks so good in Spain. And then as soon as he comes over here, um, he doesn't look so good. And when company's <laughs> not there, he's going to be the more senior partner for Stones. Isn't yeah. Stones is still pretty young. Yeah, Stones is what, like 22? Yeah. Ugh. He's not particularly old at all. Um, 
his first goal, his header that um, that sort of sneaked over the line as the as the man on the post uh, couldn't keep it out. Any idea why that would have really upset Garth Brooks? Um, Do you know who Garth Brooks is? No, I know who Garth Brooks is. No, Garth Crooks is a football pundit over here who um, he used to play for Tottenham and he gets very enraged by the weirdest things. <laughs> okay, so the guy that didn't stop it on the line, he uh, had bleached blonde hair dreadlocks things sort of going on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, I know who you mean. <laughs> okay, this is Garth Crooks talking about Paul Pogba last week. Uh, I want to discuss Paul Pogba's new hairstyle, which features a red streak. I only mention it because he clearly wants to bring it to our attention. There is so much for the midfielder to do at United and he still insists on behaving like an adolescent. Granted, a hairstyle is not going to determine how well he can control a ball or make a pass, but it does say something about where his mind is at the moment. If you're going to attract attention on yourself on a football pitch, do it with goals and performances, not cheap gimmicks and marketing tricks. Can he not do it with both? I think he probably could do. (laughs) (laughs) It's not beyond the wit of man, is it? (laughs) (laughs) So, wait a second. There's a little bit, and I don't know Mr. Crooks, so he can, you know, I'll retract this if if I'm wrong, but there is a little bit of, like, racism inherent here because... Goth Crooks is black. All right, but Lionel Messi and Aaron Ramsey have both bleached their hair blonde and looked absolutely fucking ridiculous. Oh, Jared, I'm sorry, I just... Damn it. <laughs> Oh, every time. <laughs> but but we do hear this from pundits whenever, not whenever, but like especially Paul, Paul Pugba and, and then like when black players, maybe this is an MLS thing, but when black players over here dye their dreads or their locks and it's, whatever like football boots we're not in the age when everybody has to wear black boots and black socks anymore no you're right there's certain newspapers over here that are sort of pretty much obsessing every now and then how Raheem Sterling spends his own money yes and look if there was like a if there was an all-around rule that everybody needed to wear the same color and and it went for everyone, then fine. Make that the rule. But there's not. So let him dye his hair and let them wear whatever stupid, ridiculous thing they want to wear and drive whatever dumb, dumb cars they want to drive as long as they don't crash them into libraries. <laughs> it, made me, it made me think of um, Abe Simpson because there was a Simpsons episode where uh, it was the episode where um, Homer's mum ran off for the first time and um, they were watching TV and a big hairy sort of floppy haired in the 60s American footballer came on and it was like some kind of awakening for (laughs) mum Simpson and Abe Simpson was there grumbling at the fact he got a long hair and he mentioned some other player with short hair and he said now that's a haircut you can set your watch to yeah Yeah. Um, Manchester City 72% possession and it's their first away win in the the Champions League for seven matches so we'll end on a positive note with them also in their group uh, Shakhtar Donetsk beats Napoli 2-1 um, I was talking to a West Ham fan of mine because Maurizio Sarri has been linked with the West Ham job and I said this guy's too good for you and then an hour later we saw the score <laughs> and he went wrong. yeah <laughs> uh, Manchester United 3 Basel nil in Group A um, Marin Flady with his 50th goal in England followed it's, by it's because of his great hair that's why it is, followed by Lukaku and uh, Marcus Rashford. It was uh, the first time that two Belgians have scored for the same team in the Champions League since 2002. Who did it in 2002? Oh, I don't know. Um, Tintin and Poirot. I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely goal by Marcus Rashford. Yeah. If it's the, yeah, a nice little curly little thing. David De Gea with an unbelievable save in this game. Uh, David De Gea is, is so much better than people give him credit for. I think people give him a lot of credit. I think it's like a Loris thing. Like sometimes, I don't know, in Spanish media sometimes he's like downplayed. Do you think? I do. He's, is he the Spanish number one at the moment? Because Aka Casillas I don't think plays anymore, does he? No. Although I haven't checked in on whatever went down with that 
sex scandal thing. So I'm going to take it all back if it turns out that it really that he really did do what he denied doing. Where are we with that? Has he got to? That... He's got to go to court, is he? Or I don't know. I mean, he denied it. So oh, okay. But you could be as good a goalkeeper as you want, and if you do crappy things, then I don't like you anymore. No, that's very much true. Uh, <laughs> Manchester United are unbeaten in 31 uh, games in all competitions, but Mourinho was pretty critical of his team when they got to 3-0. He said they started playing PlayStation football and sort of forgot what got them there. Yeah, his face on the sidelines has been pretty great. <laughs> I mean, far be it for a team to show any kind of flair or anything when they're winning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chelsea beat Carabag 6-0 uh, Oh, the Zappa Costa goal Have you seen that? No Oh, right, okay um, But do you want me to pretend to be Ryan And be really excited about, about Chelsea on. winning? You'd be right okay. Okay. Chelsea 6, Carabag 0, Ryan This was so exciting I um, watched it with my wife And both of our moustaches lifted with joy Wow Ryan, mm. you sound even more <laughs> excited than normal. Because <laughs> they sat in their new married home with all their married things around them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am I am delighted that I have taken my wife's last name for my own. I am surrounded by all this Tupperware. <laughs> and nine toasters that we received as gifts. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Zappa Costa's goal. It was a, I tell you what, it was the first assist by a goalkeeper in the Champions League for five years. Um, basically, Courtois sort of diggles the ball out to Zappa Costa in the right-back position, who goes on this sort of mazy charging run down the right-hand wing. I can't remember if he cuts inside or he just smashes it from pretty much the touchline into the goal from about 30 yards out. You ha- I mean, if you can spell Zappa Costa, then go fill your boots and look for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, other goals by Aspliqueta, uh, Bakayoko, Bashway, and an own goal. Um, Karabag had five touches in Chelsea's area in the entire game, so that should tell you how that Oof. one went. Yeah. Uh, and the other game in that group, Roma drew 0-0 with Atletico Madrid. And finally, British teams, Celtic 0, Paris Saint-Germain 5. Eek. Yeah, this this PSG team is is just, like, unfair right now. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... It's... Oh, there are going to be a lot of people deciding that they are and have always been PSG teams all of a sudden with uh, with this lineup. Oh, it's... You're frightened. I mean, if, you, if you're in defence and you see Neymar and Bappi and Cavani stood there, you're going to go... You are going to... You are going to wonder, aren't you? I mean, you have to... Close your eyes and cry. Exactly. I mean, what's the best Chelsea, Celtic can help for in this group? I mean, Bayern beat um, Andlet 3-0, although they didn't look particularly um, convincing in this. Andlet had a man sent off um, and they went 1-0 down to a Lewandowski penalty. It took them quite some time to get that second and third goal and they missed a really, really easy chance themselves when it was 1-0. Frank Ribery was subbed off and took his shirt off and threw it to the ground as he walked off the pitch, so he wasn't yeah, very I, happy at all. I read that. Is he going to get... I'm, I'd assume he'd get fined for that. Right? I think he would. I think somebody else walked off the pitch shaking their head as well. But you would think it was a proper sort of show of um, dissent towards the decision yeah. to bring him off. Yeah. Um, yeah, but back to the Celtic game. Uh, PSG, 70% possession. Um, and in amongst all that, Neymar refused to shake um, Ralston's hand at the end. <laughs> this poor 18-year-old boy making his Champions League debut with Neymar refused ah. to shake his hand. Why? Why? They'd, Why? They'd had a few comings together and words during the game. And when the when it got to 3-0, um, as the players were going back to the centre circle, Neymar stuck three fingers in the air to him. So, First of all, Neymar, in this case, is, like you said, the adult, or should be. Hmm. And second of all, that happened during... Like, get over it. It happened during the game. Stop. Yes. Exactly. Uh, a spectator did come on the pitch and try and raise a kick at Kylian Mbappe as well. Oh. So that's going to get uh, noticed by your wafer. I think they're looking into that one as well. Uh, elsewhere I love in the Mbappe. Champion... He's so good. He's so scarily good and he's so young. Lots of people, when they talk about Mbappe, if you listen to other podcasts with proper journalists on who do journalism for a job, they'll <laughs> say that when they interview him in mixed zones or they have some one-on-one interviews with him, they find it really hard to believe he's actually 18 years old. He comes across as someone 
much wiser beyond his years. Man, that's how he plays too. I mean, he's just he's he plays like somebody who just has been playing forever and knows exactly where everybody else is on the pitch. There's no like grandstanding. There's no selfishness. He's so good. I saw them a little bit last week when they played, I think it was Mets, when um, he got the ball on the left wing and he had a little look up. The ball was sort of bouncing for him, but he had a little look up and it was the outside of his right boot from the left-hand side. He crossed it in straight to a leaping Cavani. It was just wonderful. I mean, goes without saying that Cavani missed, but, you know, it was just... Hey! (laughs) Hey, 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 hey! Hey! (laughs) I told you what I think about when I think of... Cavani, it's him sort of wheeling away, having sort of planted a clear head of four feet over the bar and him sort of running away ruefully. (laughs) He did score in that game. Uh, Elsewhere in the Champions League, in Group D, Barcelona beat Juventus 3-0. Rumours of their demise are greatly exaggerated. Everyone said that Barcelona (laughs) were finished, didn't they? (laughs) Uh, I I did wonder if Buffon was at fault for a couple of these goals because Messi scored twice um, and Buffon looked a little bit wrong-footed. But... They look pretty, pretty special. Yeah, I was actually surprised that they played Suarez because he was at like uh, ish seventy five percent for the two um, Uruguayan qualifiers and came off injured actually, and so he's still really not not at a hundred. Um, but you know, this is not a man that's that's going to rest. So um, I just selfishly we have another qualifier to play on October 11th and I, I watched that game just in absolute fear and trepidation and, and barely looked at anything aside from his knee and how did it look you, you sort of projecting positive thoughts onto it I I was projecting terror uh, and and like, what's the thing where they have like just a a cam that that only only what like they had it during the first PSG game that Neymar played and it was like one part of the screen was on the game and one part of the screen was on Neymar. My my vision was like knee cam. Knee cam knee cap cam. Are you um are you an atheist or an agnostic or do you are you a sort of devout Catholic? I grew up Jewish, so whatever oh, Jewish, sorry. Uh, I, 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 whatever I just, category sorry. that goes in. <laughs> I just thought Uruguay Catholic, sorry. <laughs> Uruguay's actually the only South American or only uh, Latin country that has no national religion. Oh really? So I got it completely yes. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, whatever religion you may or may not be, have you ever prayed you for? Read, um, uh, the Eduardo Galeano book. It's one of my favorites. Um, Soccer and Sun and Shadow, I think, is the English. He'll say that um, football is the only religion. Oh, really? Okay. Way. And that is basically true so for can, my family as well. Can you play for? Uh, can you pray for Luis Suarez's knee? Is that good or bad? What would God make of it? Abs- the, the Uruguayan God would tell you to get down on your knees and keep going until October 11th. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Olympiacos 2, Sporting Lisbon 3. Um, this was 3-0 to Sporting Lisbon um, until the 90th minute when Pardo got a couple of goals back for Olympiacos. Uh, Group G, um, Leipzig drew 1-1 with Monaco and Porto lost 3-1 at home to Besiktas with Tosson with, God, an absolute screamer of a shot uh, that beat Ike Casillas. He got his finger to it, but I think, you know, he could have got more than his finger to it and he still would have mm-hmm. saved it. It was wonderful and Liverpool legend Ryan Babel scored in that match as well. So that's Ryan the champ- Babel! Ryan Babel! Oh! Yeah! Hmm. That's it. I just got excited because I remembered him. Oh, the man behind you heard of him as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the championship now. Uh, Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Oh, <laughs> top of the table. They beat Birmingham City 2-0. Birmingham brilliantly uh, are now in the bottom three. Uh, I say brilliantly because they're managed by Harry Redknapp. Um <laughs> <laughs> they were just this time Former last year. Tottenham and everyone else manager. <laughs> this time last it. year, Birmingham were pushing for a playoff place for promotion. They sacked their manager, got Gianfranco Zola, and nearly ended up getting relegated. And they've now got Harry Redknapp, and now the bottom three. Uh, you know, well done. Decisions made by human beings. They eh? just have look at the yet profound effect they have. <laughs> uh, Cardiff lost three 0 at home or three 0 away to. Um, Preston North End, Neil Warnock had a few words to say about the stick he was receiving from uh, the Preston fans as he was on the bench and he said he was looking forward to playing them at his place. So they're now in second on 16 points. 
Uh, Sheffield United are in the first playoff place with 15 points. They beat Bolton 1-0. Then you got Wolves, Preston and Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Laura's Sheffield Wednesday, where they had 17 minutes of injury time. Whoa! Yeah. What happened? There was a head injury to a player, apparently. Oh. I'm not sure which one, but they, yeah, there was a head injury to a player and uh, 17 minutes of injury time. During which I don't wow. think there are any goals. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad they're taking head injuries seriously. That's yeah. a good thing. Oh, no, very good, because sometimes they don't, do they? Yeah. Uh, as Hugo Lloris will testify. <laughs> yes, yes, he would. And Petr Cech and Abel Hernandez and a whole host of other heads. Yes, exactly. Um, in other news, uh, football wise uh, Malaysia will host the home leg of Syria's um, uh, World Cup playoff place against Australia. Um, Australia are quite relieved with this because Syria wants in the game to be played in the Middle East somewhere, Oman or, or Qatar. So... Uh, I think maybe for this home leg, Syria might even have the longer journey. That's so strange. Yeah, they've been playing quite a few of the World Cup qualifiers there, so maybe uh, maybe they were told to. Um, some very good journalistic work by Daniel Taylor of The Guardian this week. Two stories he's come out with that he's been heavily involved with for some time. The first one is the ongoing cases of uh, alleged paedophilia within the 70s and 80s in English football. Graham Taylor, who passed away... I think it was earlier on this year. He's been involved in a possible cover-up at Aston Villa. Um, a young boy in the, uh, or is now a grown man, waved his anonymity. Said that in the late eighties, he brought this to the attention of Aston Villa. He was uh, being sexually abused by a man called Ted Langford. Uh, Graham Taylor supposedly went round uh, this young boy's house and said, "By all means, go ahead with the complaint, but just be wary. You will be facing a stream of abuse from the fans on the terraces." Oh God. So the complaint never went ahead, I don't think. Um, and also Mark Sampson, do you know who he is? Oh, oh yes, do I? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that, yeah, from you, shows you're probably aware of the story going on with him at the moment. Yeah, can we get rid of him now? It'd be nice to. Um, he contradicted himself in a press conference this week uh, with some of the, what he said he'd said with regards to any Luco in the Ebola comments. He uh I think he's contradicted himself in a um, press conference this week and it was pointed out that he'd contradicted himself and he began to panic a bit. Um, and Drew Spence, who is an England teammate or former England teammate of Eni Luko, has come out this week and said that uh, Luko's testimony is correct. It's a very yeah. murky world out there. <laughs> well, that one seems the least murky because it, from all accounts, sounds like Mark Sampson is not a good human being and absolutely racist mm. um i would recommend going to the guardian website and having a look at that because that's very interesting um, that was a great article that long form article about him and yes yes definitely i mean both yeah. those stories are on the guardian website at the moment so i mean i recommend you go and have a look at all of them because i mean as awful as they are they're they're worth reading they're, yeah. yeah they're worth reading just to sort of open your eyes as to what happens in these things um Isco has signed a new contract with Real Madrid. He's got to sign a contract extension to 2022. Uh, and if you want him to play for your beloved New York Red Bulls, it's going to cost you 700 million euros as a buyout clause. Oh, sure. Great. We have that. Yeah? I don't think we have that. Are you a Red Bulls or New York City person? No, I'm a Red Bulls because when the MLS started, they were the Metro Stars and my father and I had season tickets and we used to go together. Oh, lovely. They were at Giant Stadium, and so it was my father, me, and about, I don't know, 300 other people. They get more than that now, don't they? Yes, they do. Where do they play? Do they play near you? Uh, no, they play in New Jersey in a place called Harrison, but it's a train ride away. It's quite far away, is it? Eh, it depends on whether you get stuck on the subway or not. <laughs> you know about that. <laughs> do you live near Kearney? Jersey? No. No? You're far away from that, you? Yeah. Why does somebody live there? Should I know about that? No, I have I a friend who is from there. No, in bed with Maradona did a um, an art uh, did a, um, a sort of assignment once, and you had to write an article about football in New York City. Um, and I wrote about Kearney being the home place of football in the United States. But that's in New Jersey. Yeah, I know, but it's all out that way, isn't it? And weirdly, it's pronounced Carney because nothing in America makes sense. Carney, Kearney, Carney, tomatoes, tomatoes. Mm. <laughs> New Jersey's New York, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Have I got that massively wrong? I mean, it's next to, it's adjacent. 
<laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we just took all your names anyway. I mean, you know, New Hampshire, New London. We don't have one of those. I don't think. There's a, there's a, there's a London in Canada. Oh, we have an Athens and a Rome. You do, you do. To be we fa- do. To be fair, I think when it comes to stealing things, place names is the and sort of colonialism. Place names is the least of our problems. I mean, we stole the country too, but yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. I mean, we stole it twice. We stole it from the Dutch as well. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, right, the Premier League is back this weekend. Uh, probably the biggest game of the weekend is Chelsea versus Arsenal in the William Gallas Derby. Um, Chelsea have won their last five at home versus Arsenal, including the game last season. They won 3-1. Do you remember this storm where Eden Hazard sort of put the ball up in the centre circle? Oh, and yeah. Francis Cochran sort of tried to challenge him and ended up sort of being bashed off him, didn't he? Wait, but isn't... Do we think that Everton is going to have a big game because maybe, like, decisions are going to be made? Everton? Yeah. What? About Ronald Koeman? Yeah. Really? Is that a thing, is it? I mean, it's a thing according to everyone on Twitter. I don't know how big a thing that translates to. Uh, well, I've not seen that, no. That would surprise me a large amount. Okay. Oh, I wait. think he should get another shot, but... Well, he's never, ever lost to Mourinho. Um, anyway, we'll do that in a minute. Anyway, come on. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's my that's my Everton stat. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Eden Hazard has scored in three out of four home games versus Arsenal, and Chelsea have... Um, won their last three games Arsenal have lost two out of their last three uh, they had lost that Stoke game and they lost the Liverpool game but then they beat Bournemouth last week didn't they um, is this going to carry on is this Renaissance going to carry on for Arsenal oh, I don't think it is no no sorry Arsenal no 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 um, is this if you're an Arsenal fan are you going to watch this behind the sofa with your hands over your eyes <laughs> or maybe drinking that could be the best way to get through it. Yeah, just getting <laughs> blind drunk, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't see anything beyond a Chelsea win for this. I know, I hate to... Oh, no, you know what? It'll be nice for Ryan. Good job, Ryan. You get this one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love being married. <laughs> well, I've been at it 15 years. Let's have this conversation with Ryan again in 15 years so he still loves it. He will be so happy. He will. Of all the little rhymes running around. I know, and their names will be Olivier and Arson and uh... oh, I don't think they will be. I think they'll be Didier and John, won't they? <laughs> oh right, shit, I forgot. He's a Chelsea fan. Oh god, Jared, stop letting me curse. <laughs> you just hope he's not got the Bluetooth on the school bus again. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's go to Manchester United versus Everton then, and the Andre and Chelsea's derby. Uh, Manchester United's 33 wins in the Premier League um, is the second highest they've got against uh, one particular team because they've got 34 versus Villa, which is the most. Um, you think Ronald Koeman... Have you ever Googled on Arjen Robben's son? Arjen Robben's son? Yeah. No. It is a dead... I'm, I have a lot of Googling to do now that you uh, have. I have leg shaving and... <laughs> Iron Robin's son is an absolute spitting image of Ronald Koeman. How old is Iron Robin's son? Oh, he's about two, but he looks just like Ronald Koeman. Koeman <laughs> <laughs> um, hasn't lost versus uh, Jose Mourinho in five Premier League games. I mean, I would love that again. Well, this ended 1-1 last season. Do you remember it was a 93rd minute yellow, uh, red card for Ashley Williams and then uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic scored the penalty? Ah. Uh... All right, let's not do a repeat of that. No. I mean, it's early to say, but Everton are in 16th place with just four points, and they got stuffed tonight, apparently, by uh, yes, Atlanta. Yes, that's when all the the Twitter bashing began. Oh, is it? Right, okay. Yes. Right, not that people are reactionary or anything. You had to have been stuck on the train and, and have nothing to do but look at Twitter. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Wayne Rooney and Morgan Schneidling could become the eighth Premier League player to score versus Manchester United having already played for them. The other ones are Mark Hughes, Dion Dublin, uh, Paul Lintz, Keith Gillespie, Danny Welbeck, Hanniberg, and Fraser Campbell. Um, can you see Robert Koeman salvaging his job here? Yes. Good, because I don't want him to get sacked. No, I don't either. He seems very nice, apart from the fact he scored against England in 1993 when he shouldn't have been on the pitch. But, you know, <laughs> I've, I think I've got over that. 
Um, yeah, I I can't see Manchester United not winning, but you know that that's more to do with twenty five years of Premier League conditioning more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, I know it's it's really interesting how that sticks with you. Yeah. I mean, the other thing's quite interesting is uh, last week, I'm sure it was a deflection tactic because they dropped points by Mourinho not shaking hands with Mark Hughes. It'd be interesting to see how they bounce back in the Premier League. I know they won in midweek versus Basel, but again, Mourinho wasn't happy, was he? So, I don't know. It... But when Mourinho's not happy, he really does lay into his players and they might be fired because fired up, not fired yeah. because of that. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you're, right, you're right. I mean, maybe he's going to get a reaction from them. Uh, but I'm still going to go the Manchester United win on this one. Yeah, I don't want to. No, I don't either. I feel grubby saying but it. I know. But hey, last week, the people that I wanted to win won. So you know what? Everton are going to win because I want them to. How's that? Okay, well, there you go. That's as good okay. logic as any. Good, yeah. Uh, apparently for tomorrow night, Bournemouth versus Brighton. Uh, Bournemouth are looking Brighton's to... Brighton's going to win. Brighton's going to win. Well, Bournemouth are looking to avoid their fourth loss in five games. Yeah, and Brighton's going to win because it worked last time I did that. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah. got, I've got Anthony Knockhart in my foot fantasy team, and I'm hoping he comes off. You're hoping he comes off? Oh, sorry, picking him comes off. Sorry, because I don't. He's one oh. of those. Sorry, picking him is. It, it, I'm one of the few players in the league that I play in to have picked him. So I'm, you know, if he gets points, then not many others around around me get points. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to work. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Anthony Knockhart seems a very nice man as well. <laughs> uh, Jermaine Defoe um, if he plays uh, Brighton will be the 39th Premier League opponent he's faced and he scored against 35 of those opponents mm. you still don't think he will I just I just want what I want right now yeah okay. yeah uh, Crystal Palace versus Southampton in the Neil Shipperley derby uh, they've got a new manager haven't they Crystal Palace he's Roy Hodgson <laughs> yes they do Oh my giddy aunt, Roy! I mean, if Roy Hodgson, if Roy Hodgson, if Roy Hodgson is the answer, what on earth is the question? There's your, there's your phrase. You Can have that to... be the title of this. <laughs> oh my giddy aunt! Yeah. You got to try and get that in with your. If one of your children stands you. If one of your... this, uh, I'm going to be standing in a cocktail dress and and just say that to everyone I meet. If one of your children astounds you tomorrow at school, then that's what you say. Oh, my giddy aunt. Oh, yes. my giddy aunt, yeah. Um, yeah, Roy, if he's your answer, what's your question? I mean, I know they had this uh, awful start. The question is, and excuse me, Jared, well, now what? The, well, I won't even complete. Now what? what that's the question. Cotton picking, heck do we do from here? Um, or, or Sam Allardyce isn't picking up the phone. <laughs> uh, I think he's enjoying his retirement, I think. <laughs> Four losses and no goals. I mean, okay, it can get any worse. But I think certain people at Palace, namely Steve Parrish, have got an awful lot to answer because, like we said last week, um, they called for evolution in the, at uh, Crystal Palace. They said, you know, this is going to be a long-term thing. Um, this isn't a quick fix. And, you know, you can look to me if it all goes wrong because we interviewed 30 candidates and all that sort of thing. Well, it's gone wrong. They panicked. <laughs> Uh, and they've gone straight back to the old school football, which yeah. they had with Pulis and Allardyce. Um, and Steve Parrish is panicked. This is his fault as much as um, De Beers. Yeah. No, this is not. This is sticking to not only what you know, but what you know doesn't work. Yeah. Lack of kahunas, I think, from Parrish. La- I'm sorry, lack of what? Kahunas. <laughs> kahunas? Yes. Like big kahunas? Uh, I think he's like got... Hakuna Matata. <laughs> I got on my depth again with language. <laughs> <laughs> Every week I promise I won't. Uh, I think he's got teeny tiny ones. Okay, so the a good one is cajones or drawers. Cajon... You want big ones of those? Well, he's and... he's not. He's not showing big ones, is he? He's showing tiny right. ones. Right. <laughs> so cajones. Or what you're looking for. Yeah. If I have forever, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh so how's Roy gonna get on in his first game then? Are they gonna, is this the oh. start of something big and beautiful? I mean, maybe I don't know, this derby just seems boring. This is like the one where if you need to take the dog for a walk or like send some emails or make a cup of tea, doesn't it seem like you do it during this match? I can imagine. So Southampton are in thirteenth place on five points. 
So they're sort of very meat and potatoesy in the middle. Palace have won only two versus six of the Premier League versus Southampton. Um, and if Palace don't score before the 78th minute, it will be the longest time a team has taken to score at the start of a Premier League season since Newcastle in 2005. Oof. Yeah, that's not a good stat for them. No, it ain't no, good. It's not what you want. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to go a draw in this one, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's the way the boring goes. Yeah, and they deserve everything they get. (laughs) Uh, Huddersfield versus Leicester City. This is the first top flight... This is the Mark Robbins derby. Um, The first top flight meeting since 1971-72 season. Oh, that's a good stat. That's really... Yeah, That's interesting. I don't remember it. I was minus five at the time, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Manager of the month. I was 33. Minus 33. Oh, no, I, I'm just very old right now. Are you? Oh, I have no idea how minus I was. I can't do math. <laughs> uh, we can't, okay, this is teacher. I was minus something at the time. That's why I teach two-year-olds. <laughs> well, they can't correct you. <laughs> and you only have to do enough math to, like, count the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, management of David Wagner. How's he going to get on after that West Ham defeat you took on Monday? Um, I think they'll bounce. Either they'll bounce back or this will be the beginning of, like, the, the end, the downfall that everybody will say. You know, like, like Middlesbrough last year, you know, started strong and then crashed. Well, I was going to say Hull last year. Remember when they got to seven points very yes. quickly? Yes, yes. Absolutely. It's that, it's that promotion sort of buzz mm. and then reality check. The come down, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leicester are fourth bottom at the moment. They played four games and um, got three points. So... They need uh, they need the points just as much as Huddersfield, don't they? They lost against Chelsea last week, didn't they? Yeah, which you know is understandable. Yeah, but I'm glad that, I'm glad that, <laughs> I'm glad you're not one of our players. It's Chelsea, it's understandable, boss. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, Still Jesse. Go out there and do your best, guys. And when you come back, there'll be cookies in the locker room. <laughs> uh, will there be warm cookies? Of course, please. I don't mess around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Liverpool versus Burnley this is the Danny Ings derby uh, Liverpool won 5-6 and six versus Burnley but ugh, uh, this is one of those teams that <laughs> Liverpool struggle against they beat them 2-1 last season but Burnley took the lead and Liverpool sort of struggled to break them down okay so ready I'll, I'll take over here so Chris Liverpool versus Burnley what are you thinking how's this going to end uh, badly I always think <laughs> Liverpool games are going to end badly for us I know, but you always make me guess, so I'm making you predict. What's the prediction? Oh, okay. Well, I predict it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Really? Yeah. You guys always end in high scores. No, we're going to struggle to break these teams. These are the teams we struggle against. Last season, we were great against the top six. We dicked all of them, but this is something a little bit different. We always struggle against those teams towards the bottom, or those Mm -hmm. teams that turn up and sort of very Gandalf way say, you shall not pass and just stick five (laughs) men in defence. All right, I think this is going to end 3-2. 3-2? Yes. Who to? Liverpool. Really? Yep. Okay, I hope you're right. <laughs> uh, Liverpool, the next point Liverpool get at home will be their thousandth point in the Premier League. This might be it. Yeah, well, Burnley have led for 153 minutes so far this season, um, second only to Chelsea. Liverpool lost 5-0, didn't they, last week? And <laughs> Burnley, yes, yeah, Burnley beat Palace, didn't they? They did. So... I just have a feeling. Really? Yes. All right, like the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is my feeling. Uh, Newcastle versus Stoke in what was almost a Denver Bar derby. Uh, Stoke are unbeaten in their last five versus Newcastle with four clean sheets and all that. They were very good last week, weren't they? But this is Yeah, because we predicted that. We that was did. my prediction. But this is Stoke away from home. I still am predicting Stoke with two Peter Crouch goals. Really? <laughs> yes, I want him to dance all the time. Uh, okay, well, Newcastle got back-to-back wins. Uh, Stoke have got back-to-back draws. Uh, well, fine. It's going to be one Peter Crouch goal and one Jermaine Defoe goal. Watch it happen. Jermaine Defoe? Oh, ugh. that fine. No, that's not going to happen. But one... Hmm, who can score the other one? Mitrovic. Oh, no, yeah. no, he's still be suspended. Right. Uh, eh, it'll be one nothing. Yeah, that's what it'll be. Okay. Uh, Newcastle got Peter, the youngest. Peter Crouch called the 89th minute. How would you think? Yeah. Would it be a header? It'll be miraculous. A header. It will be a bicycle kick. 
Oh. Uh, Newcastle, it will be good. Newcastle are the youngest average 11 in the Premier League at 25 years and 223 days so far. I was thinking this, but I do like nicking things off of the podcast because it helps out with the content for this one. Um, Jamal Lascelles, uh, somebody on another podcast was eschewing his virtues, and I really, really like him as well. He's, he plays in their defence, and I think he's a very, very good player. Yeah. No, I think they, they do have a an exciting team to watch. I just like Stoke. Yeah, I quite like Stoke. <laughs> Any team with Jordan Jakiri is likeable. I know you love Shaheer. <laughs> uh, Watford versus Manchester City. Watford have never beaten City in the Premier League. In fact, they lost five 0 at home to them last season. Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to happen this time. It's, they're going to they're going to just win. Watford. Yes. Well, this is Marco Silva Watford, isn't it? It's there. It's going to be so great. They're going to do all the winning. This is oh, this is fourth place Watford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, watch it happen. Yeah, uh, six goals in four appearances versus Watford, though, for Sergio Aguero. Well, I am, I'm projecting winning this. And uh, who's going to score the goals? For Watford? Yes. Uh, Richarlison, he seems to have settled in quite well. Great. Uh, and Troy Deeney for a second, oh. 2-0. Good. I love a Troy goal. I even love a Troy and... goal. <laughs> really, it's not like you to go for former prisoners. Well, he's reformed. Yes, everyone deserves a second. And chance. wasn't it? It was a bar, bar fight. Uh, well, I was, have you got some kind of ranking system for? Um, uh, yes, I do. So was this? Was... <laughs> go on then. Where does? Was it? A... Was it a bar fight? I think me, it was. Right? Let me have a little look. You reel out your uh, ranking system, and I try. Okay, to find so. It. So, sexual assault, never good. I'm done with you forever. Goodbye. Okay. Um, d- also, domestic violence, done. Like, Andy Carroll, you're dead to me. Um, so, Trudini was sentenced in 2012 to 10 months imprisonment for kicking a man in the head during a brawl. Oh, that's bad. So, is you know, swap that ma- kicking a man in the head for kicking a woman in the head. Or his girlfriend or his wife in the head. You're still kicking another human being in the head, aren't you? I know. I just need to know the extenuating circumstances. Also, like, I'm never going to like Jamie Vardy. Racism is terrible. Not good. Not a good thing. Yeah, but Jamie Vardy's not gone to prison for racism. <laughs> I know, but he literally he, he literally kicked a man in the head. I know. I didn't realize. I thought they were just, like, brawling together. Like, they were both super-duper drunk and, like, fighting over, you know, who shaved their legs better. <laughs> or worse. I do. I mean, I... I'm of the opinion that everyone deserves a second chance, so you know I'm not that bothered about him. Um, I mean, I don't think Chet Evans should get a second chance. I really don't. He was. Oh. I know. I'm, I don't. He was found not guilty in the in the second uh, trial. No, the no, se- no, no, no. I'm gonna it's uh, okay. second trial. I I have no idea what to think on Chet Evans, but let me play devil's advocate with you. He was found not guilty in the second trial and. He has served his sentence to society. The judge said, this is the period of time you're in prison for. So he's gone Which away. Which he didn't serve all of it. Well, no, but it's not like he escaped. He was let He was let loose by the sort of parole board or the, the, right. the justice. Right, he showed the justice... absolutely no remorse whatsoever. Right, he would say he's got nothing to show remorse for. Right. That's problematic. Hmm. Anyway, this is just this is not my opinion. This is okay. this is I'm speaking on behalf of Ched. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't hear a Welsh accent coming through. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, should we go into another football match really quickly? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, where are we now? West Bromwich Albion versus West Ham, the West Derby. Um, West Ham lost two in thirteen versus West Brom. Um, so they're doing pretty well. Gareth Barry is one appearance away from making the from joining Ryan Giggs in the Premier League appearance record. He's got six hundred and thirty-one at the moment. Yeah, he's been playing forever and ever. Yeah, uh, West Brom won this one four-two. Mm. But West Ham really need this one. The, uh, they do, don't they? Uh, what did West Brom do last week? Oh, they lo- they lost to Brighton, didn't they? They did, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. One of them can win it. One of them can win it, or neither of them can <laughs> <Yeah>. win it. 
really wants this one, I'd give it to them. I'm feeling generous with the Wests. Do you um, have non-competitive sports days? In school? Yeah. No, we don't. Everyone. Oh, so my dog is really uh, into whatever question is about to happen. I don't know what's going on in my hallway. <laughs> yeah, no, we. I do believe in... You got somebody in... at the door? No, there's like a cat. Oh. My neighbor has cats. Um, no, I believe, you know, kids should lose and learn that losing's okay. Yeah. But I was also never a super competitive kid. Like, when, when my brother would throw a tantrum about starting to lose, I would happily, like, on purpose lose. Uh, my wife's like that, yeah. She used to lose yeah. her sister on purpose. Yeah. Which is bad now that I, like, in hindsight. But I used to do it all the time. No. Uh, I'm going to go with a West Brom win in this one. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> and I've saved one to the very end. Who have I saved to the end? You've saved me. Yes. Spurs versus Swansea in the Guilfi Sigurdsson derby. Oh, I love him. Well, it's now the Fernando Llorente derby as well. Oh, God, I Oh, love and Michel Vorm. Oh, my God. This is like the, the trifecta of derbies. Yeah. Uh, Spurs have won 10 in 12 versus Swansea in the Premier League. Uh, their win rate is 88, uh, 83.5%. Uh, and they score an average of 2.33 goals versus Swansea. Okay, that makes me really that's anxious. Most, that's their most versus a Premier League team. Oh, but that, but that's like... That's never good. That's anxiety-provoking. <laughs> I shouldn't give you all this good news. No, I know. It's bad. Um... Ooh. Christian Eriksen, six goals um, and other assists as well versus oh. <laughs> And other assists. I can't uh, read my handwriting. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't like oh, predicting my own stuff. Um, Spurs have had 79 shots in the Premier League this season. That's the most no, of anybody. Don't keep going! Swansea have had 26 uh, shots. That's the least of anybody. This has got Spurs <laughs> in big neon flashing letters I written know, above but it. That's when we do well it isn't last season this was always when just things went to s-h-i-t um as we drive through vegas in our soft top convertible ferrari the word <laughs> spurs will be in big neon flashing no. above us oh uh, um oh spurs won five nil last season oh my god Chris, <laughs> he was so bad i don't know i don't i i i i have oh do me a favor right yeah. Close your eyes. Okay. Take a deep breath. <gasps> and say nothing go wrong now. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, no. Uh, it's, it's 2017. Everything is going to go wrong. Um, okay. We, I can't believe you're making me do this, and I'm going to do it. We are going to win, and it's going to be really painful, and something bad is going to happen. But we are going to win... Uh, two, oh, two to one. Two one. Okay. Yeah. But you're predicting yeah. a victory. Yes. There you go. That's the most unconvincing yes I think I've heard for a while. I <laughs> see my dog doesn't even believe me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, look, that brings us to the end of our predictions. That brings us to the end of the podcast this week. Um, if you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us uh, on iTunes or th- follow us through Acast, and your uh, future podcast will land automatically in your inbox um you can subscribe i went to my local apple store the other day and uh through all the display models and press subscribe <laughs> i made my roommate subscribe she doesn't even like football doesn't she well no. you, don't you have the largest apple store in the world in new york do we apparently i don't know i try to stay away from apple stores they give me hives do they i don't like technology could you put That's why ryan and i aren't married <laughs> Could you put your hives to one side and go into the Apple store and just press subscribe? I could do that for... On all the devices. I can. You know what? I I will. And then I'll come out and, like, take a Benadryl. Yeah, go out and go to the pub. Okay. Okay. Uh, at Man of the Post is the Twitter account. Manofthepost.com is the um, website as well. We've also got Instagram at Man of the Post. Um, World Football Index we are part of. If you download and subscribe to them, you will get podcasts from North South America. It was a couple of Bittadoras this week, wasn't it? It was. They were such... Oh, my God. I forget how exciting they are until it starts. Everybody should watch them. Are your pen rolling it? 
they did not play this week, no. Oh, okay. But there is a Peñarol Nacional El Clásico Derby coming up, and like all of Uruguay is waiting on with bated breath. When's that? This weekend? Yes. Okay, go on then. Qu- quickly, in sort of 20 seconds or so, tell us about that. Uh, it is the oldest derby in the world. Um, and um, Peñarol, my whole family except for one aunt are Peñarol fans. And so um, at her wedding, uh, she almost disinvited her own mother because um, my grandma was going to wear Peñarol colors. That's how intense this Okay. And that's this weekend. Yes. What's your prediction? Oof. Uh, I think Nacional is going to win. Peñarol just traded Naita Nandes to Boca. Um, and he was a super amazing player. But Peñarol's goalie, whose name is uh, Gaston Guruciaga, is incredible. Really good. Little baldy. He's like 21 years old. He's incredible. So if you watch it, keep an eye out for him. I, I think he's phenomenal. Okay, so we'll keep our eye out for that. Uh, other podcasts from the World Football Index give you updates on leagues from uh, Spain, Portugal, uh, Germany, and Italy. Mexico. Mexico. Yes. Are you doing any more of those? Uh, we're not doing Me- Mexico now. has its own podcast. Oh, does it? They're great. Yeah. Okay. They're really good. All right. Well, we'll have a listen to those. Uh, if they want to follow you on Twitter and ask you questions about Penadorol. <laughs> how do they do that? I hope they say it just like that. Um, it's at Jesse Loesch. Okay. Um, I um, I was going to give my Twitter account and I changed it recently. I can't remember for the did life you? of me what it is. I did. Yeah. Wait, I th- I'll find it right now. Hold on. I think I'm at C. Etchingham 77. I'll tell you in a second. And they should all ask you questions about Spanish. <laughs> Spanish you are. Yes, that's what you are. Okay, super. So you can follow me on there. Uh, Ross and the guys will be back hopefully on Sunday to review the games that we have previewed. Uh, Thank you ever so much for listening and always remember to have your man on the post. (laughs) 